0: about you me. To me?
1: You, you didn't mention start my start. name. Yeah, we haven't got there yet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, our listeners, there's an extra voice on the line tonight. Uh, our main man, Beanfield, is, is on with go. us. He's joining us. He's got some fantastic bookie stories from uh, our early days in the industry back in... Oh, boy. What years what, was that? 20,
2: 20 years ago. Tw-
0: oh, when did we start? 20, uh,
1: 2003 through
0: oh nine
2: something like that. It's yeah, 2003
0: we started we all started at Bet US. So, uh bean stories go back oh my god, 20 years ago.
2: <laughs> I'll do my best to bring some memories, but uh yeah, for sure.
0: I yeah. Something up. There is uh Probably. so bean bean brought these stories up when we were at Bet Bash in Las Vegas and uh just going back and listening to all the details of these stories, I'm like, dude, we got to set an episode. You got to come on again. Uh, we got to tell these stories because this is this is part of our history here at the Banfield right. Group. Uh, you know, uh, we got into the industry again, like we just mentioned, back in 2003 on the Native Reserve back in Ganawagi, just outside Montreal. And uh, there is all kinds of stories from the past that uh, some that we summarized in our earlier episodes, some that we have yet to summarize. And uh, again, thanks a lot, uh, Beanfield, for uh, for jumping on
2: with us tonight. No problem. Let's have fun. Oh, on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, speaking of fun, okay, we're gonna start the show off with no fun, like we always uh, do. We're gonna... <laughs> yeah, we're well, how we, gonna... we not dro- how we not drop this segment? Oh, man. dude. Yeah. This is, you, you Okay. So this I this, strongly this, vote for that.
1: This is the part of
0: the episode <laughs> of every episode where we talk about our crypto assets. Right now, I have two screens in front of me. One is everything controlling the podcast that you are listening to. The other screen is the Ave platform, which holds my family's Ethereum assets. So basically, we put them at Ave and we borrow against them. I have that screen up and have been refreshing for the last 72 hours because the health factor, which is basically the collateralized... Fuck, I'm weighing over my head here, boys. But uh, there's basically, you post up a certain amount of crypto assets. You're getting close to liquidation exactly yeah. i i got to watch that liquidation number It, it uh it liquidates at 1.00 i am currently at 1.48 i got to keep it open because i don't know what the hell is going on but it's painful um fold,
3: so, up, fold it's like the uh sorry Piscus like yeah. the health meter in uh mike tyson's punch out does that it you're you 1000% yes you're running
1: low yes so, uh, sorry,
3: don't get,
0: don't get but, hit
1: if you're low yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Mac is like wobbling around because he's all dazed and confused. I, yeah, that's that's what's going on in the crypto market right now. So things are absolutely brutal. I have never seen a stretch like this since we've been documenting our you know our weekly price updates. I, I honestly, I've run out of jokes to tell on Twitter because I don't even know what to say anymore. No, it, it's it is. It's not a joke. Not I told you joke. it wasn't a joke. I told you it wasn't.
3: <laughs> Fuck so
0: yeah it looks like
3: Niagara Falls man this is
0: this is bad uh this is bad stuff this this is unfamiliar territory uh actually you know all par for the course yeah 2017 was pretty bad too right full doc oh yeah yeah, that that was... Around. Godfather, you were in it then as well. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
3: That's when I was sending the skull and crossbones and I stopped. But <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to the last three, four days. But well, my mental health
0: thanks you for not doing that. I, I am health. a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> uh, yeah, so things are, are not good in crypto land right now. But uh, one of our uh, very well-respected chat, group chats, I guess you could say, um has been active the last few days it's almost like a support system now you know we go to this group (laughs) chat to talk things out to you know calm each other down to talk about what we should be doing because you know you got to think is this buy opportunity now everything's what 50 60% off
2: of what it was it's it's definitely getting it's
0: definitely getting there yeah, well, full dog, I keep taking shots, and the dip keeps dipping, so I don't know what to tell you anymore, cost, brother. Cost average, cost yeah, average. Yeah, 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 the full dog keeps encouraging encouraging me to uh, treat it like sports betting, right? You can't win every single bet, or treat it like baseball, where if you hit three out of ten, you're going to the Hall of Fame, so just relax, Bisky, Mr. Panic, <laughs> and uh, just, you know, weather the storm. Trust, uh,
2: trust the process.
0: Trust, trust the process. The there you go. Thank you. There you Be- go. Be- <laughs> Beanfield coming out of South Philly with that one. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one, one thing that we did notice uh, in this trusted group chat su- slash support group is something going on with Luna, UST, and Anchor. Now again, as I mentioned a couple minutes ago, I am way in over my head. Full dog, you were saying a lot of good things. You sent a lot of good articles in our group chat. Let's uh, try and explain a little bit to our listeners. Again, we're not crypto experts, but Full Dog, what do you see in there?
1: Well, it's hard to explain exactly what happened, but basically someone attacked it's an attack. Okay. They they saw an opportunity for arbitrage and being able to crash the, the- the price of the uh, UST. Okay. The problem was, is what I remember, I told you this when we were suggested to go into UST, you can't back a stable asset with a volatile asset. Right. So that would be backing UST with something like Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. As soon as it gets to a certain level, well, then it's just like your your shorts and your longs where they liquidate. Right. And that's what happened here. The guy bought, he bought Bitcoin at in the $40,000, $50,000 range. Okay. With UST's assets. Okay. And then because Bitcoin crashed so much and he had to cover the UST on the other side, he had to start selling his BTC at a loss to cover it. Right. Okay. And eventually if you do that, well, you're gonna,
0: you're gonna run a deficit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. That's why it depegged. It's it's crazy. So for anyone unaware, uh, and that includes myself here speaking into the mic, UST is a stable coin, very much like US uh, USDC, US dollar coin. Uh, also, Dai is a stable coin. So it basically trades one to one with the US dollar. And this stable coin w- has blown up and dropped its peg, so it's no longer trading at one to one. So that's why it is causing pure chaos hmm. in that. Uh, ecosystem
1: yeah because it was built on an algorithm instead of actually being backed by assets
0: by physical yes by assets yeah that's that's what we've come and to then learn. when they
1: did decide to finally go and back it they backed it by a volatile asset which is just
3: crazy yeah yeah
0: exactly anything to add there uh godfather bean
3: <laughs> you know what oh, i was uh, actually go like, ahead go ahead go it, ahead no
2: like you said it. i don't understand this but full just gave a solid analogy so you can if nobody knows, I'm pretty sure you understand something about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he, that's what Full Dog's amazing for is he explains things in layman's terms that dummies like myself can understand. Godfather, mm-hmm.
3: I was I was just thinking today about these uh, high-profile sports athletes that chose to. Um, Get paid in Bitcoin. How are they feeling with this kind of stuff? Oh my God. Shout out to right. Ola. Ola. You, you Ola. Man, Ola. I'm Junior, right? Yes. Oh, that's the mofo yeah. I'm thinking about. <laughs> Mr. Beckham? At least he got a
0: Super Bowl out of it. But yeah, basically, yeah. I, I think it might be costing him to play football right now.
3: Yeah, but uh, I mean, d- you know, these guys are very high, very flamboyant person Mm -hmm. he you know um he 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 may have to put some of that diamond studded jewelry on layaway or something (laughs) until this blows over (laughs) right i mean i I, I, like i honestly was thinking about that because you know there i was having my uh my morning espresso and uh I, i too sometimes basically look for something to cheer myself up on and i was like well, at least I'm not Odell Beckham Jr. watching this shit fly. I mean, <laughs> okay,
0: well, the big the big asterisk there is that uh, Mr. Beckham Jr. has to pay taxes on his salary that was paid in cash. So he took his cash and changed it into Bitcoin. But just because Bitcoin's gone down the tubes, he still has to pay tax on that original amount.
3: There you go. That's why oh, I, I, I don't that. like him. So he we, deserves. We
0: it. actually spoke okay. about that in our um, <laughs> in our Crypto Life TO interview. Uh, that isn't out yet. It, uh, it's it's still on its way. I'll find out more details about that tomorrow, and hopefully be able to share it. with you guys something. Well, yes. Exactly. How how I, how I see it is
1: eventually this is coming back. So yeah. They, they, yeah, so they, thank took, a, you, they took a shot. They took a shot at the market. They took down a forty billion dollar market cap coin, and we're still sitting at two thousand dollar ETH and thirty thousand dollar Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So, thank you, thank gonna, you, brother. It, it, it's going to take a lot more than that, and that to to pull off what they did. It was somebody who had it took over a billion dollars. Yeah, an extensive, extensive it took about four billion dollars worth of Bitcoin to pull that off. Hmm, sick, so sick. it wasn't just anybody, and yeah. like no, I it, said it. It was a was master. Like, that was as big of an attack as you, you're going to get. And, we're yeah. not, we're still standing.
0: We're so. still here. We're still breathing. Yes. We're we're bleeding, but we're still, st- we're still breathing. Oh, <laughs> live, and,
1: live and learn. Hopefully yeah. the crypto space doesn't do that
0: again. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, we're all cheering for, for a nice bounce back here. Uh, last I thing. Am- I w- <laughs> yeah, uh, we are too. Gee. <laughs> uh, last thing I want to mention about crypto is, uh, there was a report today that the full dog shared again in this trusted group chat slash support group. Uh, of Coinbase, Coinbase potentially getting to, into trouble with such a rapid drop that they might be exposed to bankruptcy, which is pretty well. Nice.
1: Coinbase, what it is, is that when you're in times of Bitcoin dropping, right yep. for the last few months, six months or whatever, mm-hmm. well, nobody's trading, so they don't do any volume, and then they're not earning. So when they reported their quarter, their quarterly numbers, this they had like a four hundred and something million dollar loss. Oh. Oh. Which is why everyone thinks that they could end up in bankruptcy. Okay. And if they end up in bankruptcy, the way that their terms are listed, your your coins could be um, part of a bankruptcy proceeding. So they would be held until they went through bankruptcy. Right. and uh, But again, I don't know why anyone's
0: still keeping shit on an exchange. Thank you, Full Dog. This, this is where I was going with this little Coinbase message is that... Uh, learn from your Banfield buddies. We got stung in the very early days of cryptocurrency of leaving our crypto assets on exchanges. And again, this is another thing that I mentioned in the Crypto Life T O interview that I did last week. We got burned, and we got burned badly. At the time, it was no a big couple, deal. Twice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, twice, twice. Because the first one was well, let's call them out. Fuck them. Uh, the first one was Gatecoin. Gatecoin. I, I can't even say the number. It's in the hundreds of Ethereum. We got burned. The Gatecoin got oh. hacked. We lost everything. Yes, disgusting. Uh, oh. At the time, not a huge deal. It was kind of we treated it kind of like a lost sports bet because Ethereum was still in the very very early stages. Those prices today, disgusting, absolutely disgusting. Um, even after this crash, and also nice. we took we took a haircut at uh, was it Bittrex? Full Dog. Bitfinex. Bitfinex. Bitfinex, uh, they had a hack to their Bitcoin. We had Ethereum there, uh, but they said, you know what? Everyone's got to share the pain, and they basically haircutted everyone's asset,
4: <laughs>
0: assets. Uh, so, yes, two valuable lessons that we learned. We paid the price, so we don't want you guys paying the price. So if and, you then had- since th- and
1: then since then, nothing on an exchange.
0: Yeah, nothing. Absolutely nothing. We, we might go for a quick – we don't even use centralized exchanges to trade anymore. That's how much we don't trust them because yeah, it's just not worth it. So, yes, another reminder to anyone out there that is dabbling in the crypto space, if you've got your assets on a centralized exchange or a hot wallet, just as vulnerable, in my opinion, get them off there. Trust us, get them off there because it is not worth it. You have no control over what happens to the central hub and that's that 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 uh that wraps it up great learning great learning we'll uh we'll we'll leave it at that uh crypto next week hopefully i can bring something to the table that is better than this bitching and moaning that we just
3: did for 10 minutes uh yes is my nano okay
0: yes yeah yeah that's that's what you want to do yeah (laughs) the godfather asked if his cold storage wallet is okay yes that's the way you want to do it uh the banfield boys here we like to use ledger nano X's or Ledger Nano S's if you got one of those you're safe so highly recommended get your shit on the Ledger Nanos okay uh, gentlemen moving along uh, so <laughs> next topic of discussion so our friends down the streets here on King Street in Toronto the score bet okay so- wait before we get to that one I gotta crash this I- hey <laughs> Okay. Well, I- alcohol is necessary yeah. for this one uh, here I come too. I got a ball.
2: I did that two. like ten minutes ago. Oh,
0: no, no. sound Perfect. effect isn't there to this week, boys.
2: Cheers, full dog. Cheers, bean. Cheers,
0: cheers. Godfather. Salute. Salute. Cheers to anyone listening. You might want to crack one at this point because shit's about to get <laughs> fun. Uh, no, we're gonna be. We're gonna try to be nice. We're gonna try to be nice here. So, like I was saying. Uh, our friends our new best friends the scorebet so if any of you guys have been following our podcast or any of our social platforms you would have noticed that the scorebet since coming here to ontario in the legalized market on april 4th uh, seem to be want to, seem to have want to have been my english is terrible right now um, it seems friendly they seem to want to be our best friends. Yes, let's... Friends, hand, friends of ours. Friends of ours. Let's go hand in hand. You guys are the sharps. We're the bookies. We can have a fun little competitive uh, relationship, right? You guys are coming after us. We're trying to beat you, blah, blah, blah. You you know, you know shoot some videos for us. Tag us. Make mention of our podcast. Everyone's winning here. Everyone's winning. And until last week, everyone was winning. Um, well, they, they graciously... Uh, invited us to their uh, luxury box at the Sky Dome here in Toronto. We went and watched the Blue Jays-Yankees. Great night. Fantastic yep. night. Fantastic. Um, the next day, uh, our VIP rep, which is an awesome guy, by the way. Shout out to Rick. He he is still a friend of the Banfield group. I don't care what the hell happened here. I still consider him a friend of ours. Uh, I guess... Upper he, he, he had a vision and he wanted to do it right. But... He he did. He He did. He did. So basically... Rick's vision is he wanted to turn the score bet into Pinnacle or Circus Sports North. We accept wagers from everyone. We do not discriminate whether you're sharp, square, partially smart, recreational, Oval. hard pro, everything. Yeah, that's it doesn't matter. We want all the action. We want to take everyone's action because we Inclusive. are the score bet. Inclusive, <laughs> yes. Well, How it should be. Exactly, exactly. Well, upper management got whiff of Banfield Group, you know, promoting the score bet and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, it uh, got in front of the wrong set of eyes and they got extremely, extremely upset to the point where they, you know, from what we understand, again, we don't know all the details. We're not going to speculate, but they weren't very happy with Rick in some shape or form and basically said that, okay... No, Banfield Group, not for us. We, we're we not going down this road with these guys. So it was very unfortunate to receive those texts and those calls and, and everything. Um, again, we weren't looking to do anything wrong. We were looking to make a significant deposit come football season. We were going to come in swinging, you know, us against them. That's how it always is in this sports betting thing. But it was going to be a fun little competitive relationship. Well, that relationship is no more. They want nothing to do with us. They are treating us basically like uh, Bet365, William Hill, uh, Bet99. I can go on and on. Yeah, here. They, yeah. they went status quo. Exactly. No, no sports book likes us. Uh, every sports book operator out there I think wants. Circa, Circa might. If we get yeah, yeah, Circa. We'll see. We'll see about that in September. I, I'm hoping we can build a really strong relationship with them. Uh, hmm. By the sounds of it, we can. But basically, these guys, um, yeah, they want to they want to run their book the same way as all these other cowards in the sports betting space, um, and they just want to be quote unquote recreational book. So, a recreational book basically means no winners allowed. Yeah, <laughs>
1: basically means if you're playing here and you and you you're not pissing it away, well, we don't want you.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, that's that's unfortunate that, that it's it's really unfortunate um, I, again. But I sort of told you that it was going to go this way. Yeah. No, the full dog said uh, it from the get. go. Yeah, he,
3: <laughs> he did. He actually I hate, knew it.
0: I hate to tell him when he's right, but he's right. Very, it. very right in this circumstance,
3: because he said, right yet again,
0: this, this doesn't just this just doesn't make sense. And this reminds me of my early days at BetUS. Why don't you tell us about those early days at BetUS Full Dog? Oh,
1: dude, we would sales guys will promise anything. Mm-hmm. Right. we would we, we'd we have guys that would come in and they'd be like arguing with us that they were promised they could bet 10 15 20k a game ah oh, classic and and we're like dude why no no <laughs> and then and then it would be like an argument between us and the sales guy and uh right it was always it was always a, p- a pissing match it was a yeah it was a mess
0: it, it sounds exactly exactly what you described you, you actually said it word Yo, for word. Even just the, even the
2: worst is when we, they promised 10,000 or 5,000 or whatever, and they were actually sharp guys. Yeah, right. right. We're bringing smart, sharp actions. So I'm like, we don't want 5,000 from a sharp guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, because being you used to deal with it as well, right? You were one of the line guys oh, yeah. at BetUS. Right? Yeah, he yeah. remembers this well for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um yeah it's it's too bad it 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 really is uh godfather you have anything to add here i know you know uh you you, like me you got to meet rick in person yeah guy it it, it, it sucks it sucks but hey
3: business is business right Yep. i'm gonna echo i'm gonna echo your sentiments um did get to meet (laughs) him um we definitely were not were, we're not looking to do anything um untoward or, and I think for me, the shitty part is if we had portrayed, um, the scorebed in a negative light, then I, I would have maybe understood some of the flack. We, we have been uber positive. Mm-hmm. We have been, um, we have pumped their, pumped their tires every Not step anymore, of the though. way and, and, and we were, and we were, we were classily handled and, 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 you know, we wanted, we really wanted this, um, to work. And it's really unfortunate that, you know, somebody somewhere said, no, no, these aren't the kind of people we're going to do business with. And basically, you know, had to put a really decent human being in his place for some reason. Mm. It's, I didn't like that. Yeah, but it's, it's it, it is what it is. So one of the when when
0: all this information started surfacing, uh, we obviously have a group chat uh, for our podcast here, and we were going back and forth. And you know, it's 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 nuts, right? Like we, six months ago, we were nobodies. We had four people listening to our podcast. Now there's there's people paying attention. It, it's it's a different world for us now. But one of the one of the reasons that came up. And I know it comes up every single podcast episode. (laughs) Did the OLG have anything to do with this? Yes or no? (laughs) Was, is there someone, is there someone in upper management of the score bet that, you know, a little birdie maybe whispered into the ear saying, hey, these guys are assholes. Don't go near them. (laughs) What do you guys think? I doubt it. (laughs) Full Dog says no. Godfather was positive so we'll, we'll just leave it at that you know, i'm not it's, commenting it's a draw I, I,
1: I can't i can't see two sportsbooks talking to each other
0: that's true that's true But well, maybe i don't know for direct competition
1: yeah I, yeah competition
0: this they are they this day they they are direct competition i guess if, was, a, if anything the old g'd be like let them kick the shit out of them yeah that's true <laughs> i guess yeah you're right what do they care but yeah, it, it was one. It was one conspiracy theory that came up, and I just wanted to run it by you guys and let our listeners uh, debate that one out a, a little bit. But yes, like the full dog elated to a couple seconds ago, and now it's on. Now it's yeah. On. Well, we, now it's now it's yeah. back to bearding in and
1: fucking yeah. telling them about it yeah. after we're done.
0: Yeah, we we were gonna come in the we were gonna come in. <laughs> we the front come in the door. Yeah, door, yeah. And yeah. be, that and be like nice humans. about it. S- significant deposit. Hey, this is the Banfield Group. Keep an eye on them. Blah blah blah. Now, now we're gonna have to do it uh, the way we learned how to operate. The way we've been doing it for fifteen yeah. years. Uh, the way we learned how to operate <laughs> in this business is that now you're not, not, not. Uh, sorry, uh, now you're not gonna know where it's coming from. So we're coming in the window, we're coming in the basement, we're coming in the back door, and that's too bad. You made your bed, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll see, we'll see. We'll tell you, um, we'll tell you about it when it's done. <laughs> exactly. That's that's another thing. But yes, the target is there now uh because we it, we feel like it's personal now. I'm sorry. We feel like it's oh, personal. Okay. Just like it's personal with our friends in Quebec because uh they got the better of us in uh in in basketball season. They have a target on their back. Well, now the score bet we coming. All right. <laughs> All right. Are we done with that one? We're done. Yeah, I I think yeah, we're, we're done d- with that one. Okay. We're done. We'll see. But uh yeah. Well, S- September should be fun there. Okay, uh, moving along. A couple of days ago, I guess it was Sunday. Was it Sunday? Uh, a couple. Of... Yeah, yeah. Sunday yes. was um, was Mother's Day here in Canada, not down in Costa Rica, right? You guys have a different Mother's no. Day. August 15th oh, here. August. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to all the moms. Shout out to all the moms. Yes. Uh, yes. I was uh, down in Belleville visiting uh, uh, my very fiery grandmother, who's uh, Mo. Yeah, she's the best. Shout out to Nanny. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, we, uh, we we had a great Mother's Day. I hope you guys did as well with your moms. Um, Absolutely. But what I thought we could do here for this part of the podcast is just quickly tell a story about how our moms relate to sports betting. So I put out a uh, TikTok earlier in the week just basically describing how my mom first found out that I was involved in sports betting. And I'll just go over through it quick, guys, because I'll let you guys all take a turn. We'll just say something quick about our moms. Uh, but my story is uh, as a 12 year old, I used to play Mise au back in Quebec. We grew up in Quebec. Uh, mise au is like Pro Line out here in Ontario, three to 16 parlays, government run. There was no age restriction on uh, lo- buying lottery products in the province of Quebec in the early days. So I was 12 years old. I'd go in and, and play my 16 parlays. And what I would oh, I do. Think, I think there was age restrictions. It's just that
1: um yeah our you stores around <laughs> our stores around us just didn't give a shit oh
0: mini general didn't care is that what yeah. it is oh okay. that's amazing. what it was amazing gray area i love it <laughs> so anyways i i would go to um i would go to the, the local corner store and play my 16 parlays and what my what my strategy was is i'd go into the montreal gazette on saturdays and every single columnist would put out their weekly nfl picks and I would look to see which columnist had consensus picks. So if everyone was on, I don't know, the Redskins, I take, I put the Redskins in my parlay. If everyone was on the Cowboys, I put the – you guys get it. Uh, well, that would always – You were following the public? I, yeah, back then I didn't know what the public was. So I thought that, I thought these guys knew what they were talking about. Yeah, Now, today, yeah, I'd be going opposite what they picked. Opposite, baby. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I, I would put – it would get me usually four or five picks – And then i always be shy of picks, so I'm like, fuck, what do I do? And there was a little ad at the bottom of the sports section in the Montreal Gazette that said something to the tune of, uh, guaranteed winner, call now, toll-free, Las Vegas sharp, or something like that. (laughs) I don't know. It was was a message, basically, an advertisement for a tout. So to finish off my parlay, I gave them a call, and I call and basically a... uh, the answering machine would come on, and they would right away request the credit card. Well, I didn't have a credit card. I was 12 years old, so I hung up the phone. No big deal. No loss, no foul. Well, doesn't this uh tout service call my house back? And I was, I guess, out playing at the time. My mom answers, and he goes, yeah, this is so-and-so from Las Vegas Consultants Uh just calling uh, because I saw you guys called our service. And mom's like, nah, nobody here called Las Vegas. And he's like, "Ma'am, I can tell that you guys called me like an hour ago. And she's like, well, I didn't call my husband's at work. And, you know, I, I think my son likes football, but he would never call. He's 12 years old. He's 12. Yeah, yeah. So the tout, the tout says, uh, well, man, you better have a word with your son because, you know, this is for 21 and plus and blah, blah, blah. And I think he even tried to sell my mom on buying these stupid fucking picks. Oh, of course he did, for yeah. sure. Oh, 100%. any wow. good. Yeah. Luffy. And uh, so, yeah, my mom, totally confused. Anyway, she sits me down. She goes, Alex, did you call Vegas? And, you know, I perked up. And I'm like, yeah, but, Mom, I, I didn't give them a credit card. I didn't push one. You know, I, I they, they wouldn't give me the pick. Uh, and I didn't have a credit card, so I hung up. And she was just like, "Okay," so she just let it go. Uh, but that—that's basically how the story ends. Like from from this day forth, she like still doesn't really understand what we do here at the Banfield Group. <laughs> um, but that was her first experience of yeah, her son getting involved with sports betting as, as a twelve year old. So I just want to share you share with you guys uh, that great, great little story. Yeah. Uh, what about um, you guys, uh, Bean? You got anything uh, with your mom that ties into sports betting? Well,
2: what can I say? It was my first job, right? Working in sports, sports book. That's what Mm -hmm. we call in Costa Rica, right? Sports book. But first of all, on my side, I didn't even know what I was doing. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. High school friend of mine is like, mentioned, uh, hey, they're paying $3. An hour, you to take bets from gringos, okay? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm 20, man. And when I explained that to my mom, she's like, "Good. So that's your first job. Uh, keep grinding." <laughs> nice. And this is this is what happens for 20 years after. I'm still doing it. So let's go. <laughs> and it's even nice.
0: it's even arguably even more confusing today than it was back then, right? No now way, you
2: do? <laughs> <still>
0: like, uh, <laughs> uh, what about you uh full dog
1: i don't know my mom i'm sure she still doesn't get exactly what we do but <laughs> i did make her the most famous proline better in cornwall
0: <laughs> yes, you <did. laughs> yes you did so yeah give us a little background on that story because pisky you know well, when i was working there i wasn't allowed to play the product but you saw some value and i know you played a couple years <laughs> Yeah, so I quietly. so I
1: so yeah, I had my mom fucking run a crew for me out of Cornwall and she fucking would drive around 40-50 stores a day. That's and, and play yeah. everywhere. She's basically <laughs> the reason that in Cornwall you can't go anywhere and play 200 dollars The whole town's limited.
0: Wow, that's that's wild. Shit, that's they won't wild.
1: even let they won't even let two people next to each other go in and play a hundred dollars each. I've heard her, I've heard her
0: tell that story about uh, there's like eight places that only let, won't let two people come in that that is hilarious <laughs> that is hilarious. that's so funny um and and what do you think? Does she understand anything uh, that we do a little bit I guess a little bit a little bit but yeah but yeah, not the not the in-depth stuff yeah, not the, not the meat and potatoes of it that's for sure. Awesome. Godfather,
3: what do you got for us? Well you know. I had to, my story with my mom just basically goes on with the, uh, with the parlay slips being all over the house, envelopes all over the house and me trying, me just trying to explain to her that I'm running a, uh, um, a school project and it's, uh, it's just, it's just a pool and, um, the parlay caught the parlay card father. That that was it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, um, much like Bean, I mean, you know, you end up working at the lottery, and all of a sudden, um, things are legitimized, I guess, uh, and uh, you know. But no, she was, she was, she she would, didn't
2: really know what was going
3: on, and um, you have to keep They're it just that happy way. happy
2: that we all have a job. But yes.
3: I, I will say one thing, though, if I called Las Vegas long distance. I don't know how you didn't get – I don't know how you didn't get your ass fucked.
0: To, toll free, 1-800. It, oh, it was toll free. It was toll oh, It in 1-900. 1-900 cost. <laughs> that's I remember. awesome. 1-800 was a freebie. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's how I got away with no, that
3: one. For me, it was just keeping my mom in the dark with those those darn parlay slips because that's what I started off with. Pretty young too. I was maybe 14, 15 tops. Yeah. But um, it's funny. The, I can't – yeah, the yeah, the local <laughs> hey hey, I was given I was given grade 9 and grade 10, two grades, come on. <laughs> um, but um, it, it's funny it, your story with the Las Vegas uh, tout uh, pisc, uh I have a very similar story. Um, so you were 12, so that would have put you somewhere in the mid 90s. Mm-hmm. So my um, my story's like from 1983, so that puts me at about 19 Great and year, by the way, nineteen eighty-three. In nineteen eighty-three, <laughs> I'm forty so, years old. <laughs> so, for all things, um, for all things, sports wagering, sports stats, um, fantasy, um, we had this publication that we followed um, religiously, and it was called the College and Football. Sorry, College and Pro Football Weekly. And so, this, you know, this. Um, a publication would come out on Thursdays, and I'd go to Young and St. Clair Lichman's newspaper store to go pick this up every week. And it was like this—you know, this newspaper was like three bucks, I think, and you know, three bucks in 1983. while well, you? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, and Spence. so expense yes, <laughs> and 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 that magazine was everything to do with football. I still, I. Uh, I still kept a couple of editions um I, you know, like I said it was everything for us and yeah. those that publication was chock full of Las mm-hmm. Vegas tout services and mm-hmm. one time while I was at work I decided this one guy's ad it was a uh, the shadow of a cowboy all in black his name was Mike Maverick and I took a, I was looking what at a this name. And Mike Maverick and, Double I'm, and I'm telling you, I called, I called it. I called it from my work okay. and, and I got, so are you charging on the your line. work?
0: You're giving me shit for calling
3: from my house. You're calling from work. You're worse. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm always worse. But, um, so I get this guy on the line and he's like, uh, okay, this is the way it works. I'm going to pass on your number to Mike and Mike's gonna call you and you're gonna discuss business. And I'm like I'm like, yeah, okay, have Mike call me. He goes, so uh where are you from? And I'm like, I'm calling from Toronto. And so I didn't know what to say. I'm like basically shitting my pants talking to this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I do a lot of stuff here. Have Mike give me a call back. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you know I hang up with uh, with with the call screener. Yeah. Five minutes later, I'm in the lunchroom Ring, ring! <laughs> he calls. Oh my God! I'm like, should I pick it up? Should I pick it up? And my it's buddy Matt was Rick. like, yeah. My buddy was like, well, if you called, if you called him, you better. He's gonna keep calling, and then somebody else is gonna pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. I got better. I gotta talk to the. Ma- I gotta talk to. I pick up the phone and raspy old man Mike Maverick comes on Uh so he starts picking my brains and he's like starts to tell me what his service is and he's like okay so you're going to buy the full season's worth of my picks and you know I because obviously there's no money uh, mentioned in the ad right and I'm like well what's that going to set me back Mike and he's like $3,000 oh (laughs) 1983 1983
1: <laughs> in 1983. <laughs> Mike
3: you better be fucking good <laughs> yeah and and, and, and and yeah and so then he starts name dropping some other guys names that use his services and he's the he's he's the guy in Vegas and 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 um how did I I basically got rid of him by saying oh look at that your services are 21 plus I'm 19. Sorry, Mike. Sorry for wasting your time. And I just hung up. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's
2: amazing. Yeah. So that was
3: 1983. So when you when when you did your Mother's Day TikTok with the Mother's Day story, we were
2: talking to Maverick.
3: Yeah, yeah, like it just it it hit me. I said, look at this, you know, 10 years apart and
2: we both we, he, it was probably Mike
0: yeah. Magvert that I called as well. well <laughs> who
2: knows? But this guy we here, should, went... we should Google see if yeah. Mike yeah. Maverick, see if he's still he's around. Like...
3: Yeah, I don't know. He he sounded like he was eighty. I don't. Well, I, I, don't I, I doubt I, he's around. But...
0: I, I I bet you. Yeah, he he was probably just suffering from you know having a very tough life because full dog. You remember the, Remember the guy we met in Vegas? Full dog, our runner for the Vegas uh, uh, Survivor Contest? Oh no, it wasn't. It was the uh, Westgate contest. Franco, <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was gonna I was gonna keep it anonymous, but sure, we're, we're, we're naming names tonight, guys. Franquities, <laughs> um, yeah, like this this poor guy, like he was a nice guy, right? We had lunch with him; he was a great guy. But man, oh man, the picture on the website. That we saw and that we were told that this guy's solid. He, you know, he's responsible enough to go to the sports books Because basically what you had to do was go to the Westgate every Saturday. I don't know. When did the picks have to be in full dog? Like Thursday or something? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I think Hilton you have to go every contest. Thursday. Yeah, the Hilton contest. So you have to go every Thursday. And you could have a representative put your picks in for you if you didn't live in the United States or you weren't, you know, in close striking range to uh, the Hilton. And we got this guy to do it for us. And online, yeah, he had like a service going and, you know, pretty prim and proper picture. And then we met him in person. And oh, my God. This guy looked like he hadn't had a good meal in 15 years. Like, just oh, feeble. Oh, and, or oh, a man. good week. yeah. <laughs> That's more what it was, yeah. yeah. Forget the meal. It's just like, yeah, this guy was struggling with a poor dude. Anyways, uh, shout out to him, though, because he did get our picks in. So, you know, yeah. at least. At he never least fucked
2: up. Big day that. Yeah. Nope. Are we going to do understand.
0: that? Are we going to do that this year,
1: Full Dog? You Jeez, better believe it. it. Yeah, we're going back yeah, into the contest. Baby. No, we're not going in that. We I
0: don't know about that one, but we're going in the circus. Oh, circa yes. has one i didn't know that for sure oh yeah nice. circa has yeah. two same state what like a survivor i would imagine yep um
1: uh, a survivor ATS, and they have a ATS. they have an ats yeah. one and last year i think it was the prize
2: pool was like eight million or something come on oh, yeah because it was the first year of circa so oh. they went big
0: okay Never. and what is it do you know any of the the rules just quick quick uh, is it like no i'm not 100
1: the rules you have it's okay. some you have to pick a certain number of games and
0: Okay, so we'll have to get
1: down there and check. That, have, out. Yeah, that some college. There's some college ones out there in Vegas too, and shit.
2: So
0: oh, okay, awesome. Nice. That that'll be great for content. If I you have to those step up
2: and put yep. the Banfield Group name on top of the list. That wins yeah, any yeah. of those contests. Yeah, no.
0: that that would uh, that would uh, get us there. That's for sure. Amazing. Okay, that's something to look forward to. But yeah, Godfather, thanks for sharing that story. That that's hilarious and and no again very similar, Mister Maverick,
2: Maverick. I will remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. uh, Moving along. This is the the meat of this episode of the podcast. We're going to get into Bean's bookie stories from the early 2000s when we were all employees at BetUS. Um, Two great guys here that you gave us in the notes. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting one of them. Um, The second guy I'm really interested in. But let's start with G-Man in New York. So who, who is G-Men, and how did you get to know him? And yeah, tell us a little bit about what went down in uh, New York City.
2: Okay, so basically, okay, you guys know the story. This I'm going to tell this like to Mr. Mirabelli here. Yeah. Godfather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Almost. like basically, right, we are in the stage, and we used to call. We I mean, we used to receive these calls from the high rollers, from the sharp guys, different kinds of betters, and I used to take the calls from this guy that whatever, let's call him G-man that was his password so I remember that mm-hmm. and what I learned so much from him because he was just funny the way he used to bet basically his strategy betting he was just trying to find out what the house needs right Okay. So he he just bet the opposite. He 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 wants to go against the public.
0: Okay, so basically, whatever the sports book needed, he would jump on the same side of this as the sports book. So,
2: like every single day I used to take his calls or whatever, right? Sometimes I used to tell him we need today, whatever. The Titans, we need it today, we need the Giants, whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's that, that he was happy with that, with that info, and he bet it and that's it. If he wins, he was happy we lose he blame on me (laughs) no difference yeah but doing this for like what two years or whatever at one point we became very friendly and thanks to that i used he fly me to new york and i I met him and he was this amazing good person jewish from wall street and used to work in the old stock market right okay and thanks to that i mean i went to madison square garden i watched the knicks for the first time ever the rangers in hockey
0: yeah both do, I, yeah both.
2: back to okay. back nights because it, that 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 blew my mind
3: holy and this shit. guy was just a customer of yours right yeah high yeah. roller yep yeah.
0: unbelievable
1: <laughs> i went down we went down and met him too once me and piskey
0: yeah, yeah. He, uh, Actually, he I met his... him
1: a couple times. Did 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 we have the steak dinner with him? Yeah, right.
0: Oh, uh, Peter Luger. We we didn't. Uh, I I've been to. I Peter did when Logos. I went down with somebody else once. Yeah, I was. I I did Peter. He doesn't, he doesn't
1: even let you order. You go in there to that restaurant. You sit down, and the guy's like, "We don't need the menus. Four of these. Four <laughs> of and, these." Was, it, and, was that
0: with and G everything, everything, tour, or was that everything, with, Man? was that was with G Man? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, and I, everything in the most... Jewish possible style.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, hey, it's different cultures, right? You come see, uh, oh. you come to, to Chateau Guy and uh, Georgie sits you down at uh restaurant. Place. You're going to eat like a Greek, right? Yeah. You, you got, you got to get right. that culture going. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, yeah. that's yeah. hilarious. So, well,
2: so back- I used to love that because imagine Godfather at one point, then I'm like, all right, what I'm doing, what am I doing uh, tomorrow? All right, you're going to go and watch the Mets. I'm going to give you these dugout seats uh, wow. two hundred and fifty dollar tickets twenty years ago. So I have no
1: always had to point there. it out. Yeah, always <laughs> I'm, 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 stuck with me.
0: I didn't know if you guys were gonna mention that, but yes, I, I remember. To. I remember going to his office in New York City on uh, on Wall Street with the full dog. Yep, and that's the A4. first thing he did. He gave us tickets. Uh, like literally, they were on the field essentially. Mm-hmm and uh yeah he always you made sure to always point out the value of the tickets
3: <laughs> well that's right i don't blame him. <laughs>
2: even even when we're having dinner godfather he's mm-hmm. like uh all right diego uh time to order the steak you know the steak in new york here costs 200 Two hundred and fifty dollars, right? So just, <laughs> meal is really expensive here, Diego. You go, I don't care. Just give it to me.
0: <laughs> wasn't wasn't there a time too, uh, Bean, that uh, he sent you on a shopping spree or something? Come on.
2: Uh, oh, yeah. You, I didn't even remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I think with on your, your France, Diego. Go. With your bro- I with stay, your actually, I stay actually in his basement for one night before just going back to Costa Rica. Okay, and uh, he gave me a thousand dollars to go to the mall in New Jersey. Go no, have fun. <laughs> you no believe that? Like, yes, a dime. Yes, <laughs> beautiful. He
3: did, he, did he did take care of it. it. What, what, what are you <laughs> gonna
2: say? You gonna decline it? There's no way I'm gonna no. decline it. I was, I was 23. Nice. So. What did you buy? Clothes, I guess, or whatever. Clothes and, yeah, wrote. probably a lot of baseball caps. But it was funny because I had no. I guess I I saved 500 bucks and bringing it here to my house. Oh, did you? I was, I was coming back. Oh. Yeah. Some, some profit.
0: You probably, if, <laughs> you probably shouldn't have. He's probably going to hit you up for it. You probably shouldn't have said that. To publicly <laughs> this.
2: Do you guys still keep in touch with this guy? Bro, this guy, I guess we talked to him when we hit Vegas for the first time, the three of us, remember? And we called yeah. him from there. Yeah, from the slot machine. And he answered. and, and but, but that was it. Like I couldn't just keep going track with him but yeah. uh i i think uh at we, this we, point we every time I, I at this go point ahead. every time we talk about him i always told Pisky dude i we have to go to new york and just try to find him i i know i can do it and yeah. that would be just fun
0: yeah we'll we'll get there we'll get there but i remember yeah cuz the full dog and i said maybe you know this guy cuz i think he had a lot of outs back in the day and they were he big outs few, too.
1: they were big outs but... yeah
0: they were big outs so we wanted yeah, to do some basically. business with him uh, but yeah. he, he he didn't understand what the hell we were talking about. <laughs> yep. Right? He didn't think we were serious. He didn't think that this was possible. And uh, no. I guess it didn't really help that uh, I, I think you started off the uh, conversation being with, uh, hey, you don't hear baseball uh, bats in the background anymore. Listen to this. And it was slot machine sounds. So he's like, yeah, I'm a sharp and slot." Like, I think you were just joking around. But I don't know if you knew it was a joke. Oh. I,
2: I, I remember I told him, you know what? I quit my job and now I'm working with Chris. Yeah. It's like, nope, I don't believe that why you did that, Diego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <So> why, Diego. <laughs> it, yeah. So man, come on. It's been like four years from that last call. Uh yeah. oh, man, imagine so I, I think it was a really good decision, G man. You know? Yeah.
0: I'm no. still here. We definitely, yeah. we definitely got to reach him. We got to get back and see if we can yeah. connect with him because uh, he was, he was quite the character. And again, like Bean just said, very, very generous, very
3: generous.
2: Oh yeah, like uh, n-
0: n- Never mind
3: books. Now... All we need is four or five uh, G-Man friends, and we're good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what uh, What were his units when he was playing?
2: Dimes. Oh, he was a two K guy. Two, 2 dimes, three K, 3K. two three K. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. nice, and he, he was so, playing uh, playing with some of the credit guys. Is that uh, or was he playing that, cash?
2: That was totally a credit guy from the from the whatever from the New York agents. Yeah, for York sure agents. they were big.
0: Nice. Yeah, 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 big, 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 big players. But fuck yeah, if he's uh, dishing out uh, gifts like that, you know he's 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 playing big money for sure. Amazing, amazing. That's um, amazing. Any last words on G Man before we move to the to the next oh, guy, which is even more that. interesting? No? I
2: guess no, no. The um, the main goal is try to find him. Yeah, at any point.
0: In yeah, okay. That that's that's fair. <laughs> if
1: you're listening, time... G-man, reach out. Yeah, come reach on. You. Yes, please. Hey, I want
3: to hey, meet you. <laughs> we
1: sold
0: that. We sold a hat in New York uh, last week, the week before. So we're we're expanding. We're expanding. I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. Uh, we haven't sold a lot of merch on our website. And again, if if you're looking for merch to help. Uh, Support the podcast. Support the brands. Support us here at the Banfield Group. We don't make a penny <laughs> off the uh, off the merch. It's uh, through Printful. It's print on demand crap. But anyway, yeah, those hats are beautiful. Come on, the hats are awesome. Mm. Yes, um, but Sorry. yes, long story long. Uh, we sold a hat in New York, so we're getting out there. we we'll uh, Okay, uh, next next uh, bookie story. Next, next character. Story. Yeah, the character, and I've never met this one in person, but I remember yeah, talking. I mean, to you everyone, never talked to him. Utah. I, I remember talking to him on the phone at,
2: uh, at okay, the office. Okay, perfect. So let me uh, explain this to so this once is, again. To this
0: is Doc from
2: Chicago, right? Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Go yeah. Now listen B. to this, uh, Godfather. So this is different. Totally, this is not a high roller. This is not like uh, any kind of sharp activity. You're an agent, <laughs> this right? Is, this no, this is just no. a cash customer.
1: Oh, that used to send us like. He'd fucking be racing the Western Union to send like 400 bucks to make a p- okay. five-team parlay. Basically,
2: ba- yeah. basically, now this is a hustler and a gambler. That's it. Let's go. I'm a hustler, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it gets better. Just wait. What's what's the story behind all this? Well, he, he was really annoying on, <laughs> on his strategies of betting, right? Because... All right, guys, uh, I'm going to send 500 bucks to Western Union and uh, I want to play a couple of plays. Uh, but I'm going to send the money right now in the next five minutes. Obviously, the game is about to start, dogfather. You
3: oh, know? Yeah. oh, my God. Uh, to, okay. So
2: uh, here he comes. The game is going to start the over. and He wants to change his mind and the money hasn't come through the system. And that's where he used to talk to Fuller or either Pisky, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, But he was just hustling. Totally, and sometimes he doesn't even send the money because he won the ticket because we already put it for him doing a favor. Oh, these these are 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 not good f- it
0: was such it was such a pain in the ass. It always it was such a pain post. in the every, ass,
2: right? Every so day you eventually. had
1: to talk to him at least ten times. Yeah,
0: so uh-huh. like you had you had his friends on the line guy's side, right? So Bean, Wicked, Fuller. Um, they, they would get his play and then they kind of transfer him to us because he had a deposit pending. But Western Union is not like Bitcoin, oh. it doesn't happen instantly. Yeah, <laughs> classic fucking story, wait, man. It, in the no, thing. it was more, it
1: was more, he it was way. like
0: an hour away from Western Union and he fucking didn't go. Yeah, it was such a pain in the
2: ass. Anyways, go on, Dean. You know what's the best thing ever? That okay, I'm not gonna get to there right now, but uh, that was like the profile that I want to give you. Uh, because it's just funny how I will never imagine that, I once again, I become friendly with him, talking every day, right? That yeah. he actually fly me to Chicago. He's okay, so like, you want to come over to Chicago and we go and watch the White Sox? And I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's do this.
3: The guy, I don't have to Western pay anything. I'm serious, i serious. I didn't pay you anything. to Chicago. Oh yeah. my goodness
2: me how could and, you have trusted
3: well, that bro <laughs> <laughs> wow do
2: you have no idea what happened as soon as i land okay and besides that i was with one of my friends shout out to to what's his name yeah. the other diego.
0: diego yes yes that's oh, that's
2: i want to bring that's my witness. Here here. that's yes. my witness number one shout yeah. out to him that this was real this actually happened so yeah. we went to chicago and uh oh man he picked us up and i, I couldn't believe it that his character he was like that i mean i remember landing in the airport he gave me some instructions took a metro whatever to reach downtown whatever in chicago okay and he will pick us up there and side, he was not really sketchy like he was and i'm, oh I'm doing God. this for the first time i'm like what where are we i don't even know what's going on and he was there I actually in a corner address that he gave me waiting for me in a green Cadillac. And he was oh, great in this. this is a, he's wearing like a purple suit and a hat. Was he a pimp? Was he a pimp? Oh, he I'm was a British. pimp. British. He's totally pimp. Man.
3: Come on. Shout oh, out yeah.
2: to him because I actually met a pimp in Chicago.
3: He was a legit pimp. He was a totally.
2: pin. Come on. He was oh, a legit I, pin. I stayed there three nights, and what happened in those three nights? Where the hell did you movie. stay? At his place? He didn't put you to work, did he? <laughs> Two, Nobody,
1: nope. He put, he put him up in one of his girls' places. <laughs> oh, my So,
2: God. first night, he, we woke. And this is me and my friend, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And we are freaking 23, 24 years old. <laughs> With <laughs> this guy driving around in his Cadillac like all over the hoods in Illinois. Oh my goodness. He's like, first night, first night uh, we stay in one, like Fuller said, in one of uh, his girlfriend's apartment.
0: <laughs> Were they there? Was the girlfriends there?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure. I stayed in a room that's it. Next morning he picked us up. Okay. We went to the White Sox game. Amazing. First time ever in this. Uh, what's the name of uh, White Sox? Settler Field, I think. Uh, so,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Fuck. Yes, I'll look yep. it up. Keep telling the story. I'll look it up. It was chimerical yeah.
2: back then, I think, wasn't okay. it? Okay. But amazing. No idea what, which game was it. But that was a White Sox. I was dying to go to the Cubbies, but that didn't happen. He was a White Sox fan. <laughs> so sad. And uh, second night, we have fun, uh, Mirabelli, and take us to dinner. Now we're going to another apartment, another girlfriend's house. Stay that <laughs> night again. Uh, third night, it's like, all right, we're going to go on to the casino. Can you, you guys want to go and grind with me? Oh, before this, in that freaking day that we were going to the game, right, to the White Sox game, he's like, all right, I got to do a stop to the Western Union and send someone some money. I actually was <laughs> with him doing the whole thing that he always does
4: Oh shit.
2: <laughs> in the fun. Uh, but you know what? It was funny to realize that I'm like, oh, that's why it takes it, it always takes so much time for him because it was a big line for oh, sending the money okay. and all that kind of shit, right? So, I mean, oh. I used, I, I saw what he, what he has to go through to send the fucking five hundred bucks to start rolling, right?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, okay, funny. wait,
0: hold on, we gotta back up a second. What, what were is, these women
2: like? What, this like is surreal. Did, did
0: they talk to you guys? <laughs> were, were they noisy? Were they loud? How was the apartment? Like. What the hell was going on?
2: Decent, decent apartment, condo.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Physically, I cannot recall this. I don't okay. even pay attention. They
0: left you guys alone, or did they like want to chit chat? We were,
2: uh, we were, I was there for a night, go in my room and get the, the next day and pick me up. That's crazy.
0: Didn't you tell me there was something about picking up money too? Did that happen in Chicago? Pick money. No, he had to go collect from people or something? Or maybe yeah, that was oh another my. bookie story of
2: some sort. Yeah, you're getting confused. I don't okay, know. The yeah. last thing about this... Yeah. Uh, senor, it was funny that last night... Okay, we, went, we, we hit the went casino. Went to the casino, yeah. What happened to the like, casino? So I'm telling you, right? He's totally a hustler and a gambler. That's that's the way it is. So if even if he loses in, in the sports, so that's it. No more games to watch. Let's go and play some cards. And... <laughs> It was funny that before getting to the casino, he gave a, he gave me and Pelillo and Diego thousand dollars each. So he's like, "All right, let's, let another let's dime." Go yep. It,
0: all these people <laughs> giving you fucking dimes. Thousand dollars. Twenty back years then ago. Too,
2: yeah. Okay. All right. <sighs> this is it. I right there. I didn't think I'm gonna save anything. I just gonna freaking press it and try to make money out of it. Out of it.
4: Yeah.
2: What happened in, after one hour? He lost it all. He came back to the table that we were playing, me and Diego. We were playing like some Caribbean poker or some like, I lost my money. Okay. He's like, hey, boys, I lost my money too. Do you have something left? (laughs) He (laughs) asked for the
0: dimes back?
2: Yeah, I'm like, I I already lost it. I have like 50 bucks. And Diego was too honest. And he said, I still have my (laughs) (laughs) 1,000. Give me that. (laughs) He took it from him? Yeah.
0: Oh my God! Wow! So one
2: more hour pass. We're done. We had come back to the apartment next day. Drop us at the airport, and he gave us only two hundred again, just to
0: just to go home with a party just gift. Just to go
2: home. Wow! Plus two hundred. So Pelillo and Diego Diego was so close to have a thousand dollars profit. Yeah. <laughs> Legit,
3: <laughs> pimp,
2: in, in legit pimp in Chicago, no man. No shot oh, of Chicago. God. Holy shit, Diego! Jesus. I, I have a
3: question because I'm trying to I'm trying to put a visual on this duck guy. Did he have a big feather in his hat?
2: <laughs> Can I recall? I remember it was green suit and a, and a hat, green hat, and the oh. Cadillac was like gray or purple. So oh. It,
0: Okay, you said the opposite. You had a purple suit on. It was a green okay.
2: Cadillac? Green Cadillac has to be. I'm gonna confirm this with the echo Okay, for okay. sure. Ah, it's a long <laughs> time ago.
0: But yeah, no, just to give everyone a, a vision. Wow, that, that is a yeah. that is a wild story. You don't talk to this guy anymore, do you? No. Nope. That...
1: No. no way. <laughs> that, 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 that's that's no way There's no that one would be hard to find. There's no way. Oh find. yeah.
0: And yeah, you could
1: I don't
2: know if it's out. hard. I mean if you hit the city, then you start doing some calls or whatever. Yeah. But we have to reach the city first and then we realize if if I can wow. fucking
0: Well that that so so uh, south side of Chicago is pretty pretty sketchy. Full dog and I went there for a game. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't go stay there right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh there's some bad shit that happens in that area of town. Uh and remember the game we went to Full Dog? The tickets that uh, Tony got us? Yep. We're basically on, well, went on first base. I think we played first base there. Oh. We could have interchanged with uh breu that was uh, guarding the bag. It was it was that close. Uh no, we, we didn't we didn't go to a hockey game, we went to a White Sox game. Right. Super cool, super cool.
2: So those two characters uh, stay in my head for, for a long time, even now that I can oh, recall oh. these memories. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. But dude, thanks, thanks for
0: sharing. That's amazing, and I'm sure that everyone listening is just on the edge of their seat right now going, what the fuck? These guys were already a little bit weird, but now – So
2: now that I I told the story, I saw a trend. Both guys gave me $1,000 each. Yeah? Yeah. So I have to find – Another guy again. <laughs> back after
3: nudge nudge wink wink. do well, they give twenty years
2: after, maybe they don't they don't give me a thousand, they give me more. Yeah. That's that is that's that blown is my wild.
3: mind, Diego, that you would jump on a plane twice yeah. to go meet people in major <laughs> American cities mm-hmm. and you had never met them before just yeah. over just through your your work, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it happened that's to a incredible. couple of the other guys that I know. I know Wicked and Bean came out here to Toronto and they met a big uh, agent, uh, and I think yep. he went to the Nine Inch Nails concert or something. Right? That's yeah, that's that's, a, that 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 that's another way. story for another episode. But I just yeah, said yeah. Went, down, go, went down to
1: New York and met other agents too. Yeah, stuff. full
0: dog. You said you you met someone that looked like they belonged in the cast of The Sopranos. I'm pretty sure it was the dad,
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uncle June yeah <laughs> um
2: i think i think one Mindful. future episode will be more stories from those bookies that we met and we can bring wicked or Diego yeah just to just yeah. to confirm that because it's just too funny and this is That's it's real I mean I mean I'm not trying unbelievable to shout out to, to Diego I, I know
0: uh I know he keeps a close eye on us on, on Facebook and loves all of the content that we put out so uh, shout out Diego's to him cool. and yeah yeah he's a cool dude and uh he'd, he'd have great insight because I believe his wife works at Beck Chris does she not oh she did yeah. at one point yeah, yeah, I don't absolutely. know. Yeah, I
1: don't know if she still does, but yeah, she did at one point. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll have to definitely have him on uh, one of these times uh, good to go over things. Yeah, we had a I'll great crew. I'll... We had a uh, we had a great crew uh, in Ganaawagi uh, or the Costa Rican meets Canada whole thing that went on there. <laughs> it was uh, it was a really really good time. Okay, uh, dude, Bean. Thanks again for, for sharing those with us. Uh, awesome. Yes. We're gonna move on to the uh, to the next subject, which is something I just had to quickly uh, say. Um, for the last couple weeks, uh, plus EV, so he was on a a couple episodes ago, he came on, he's a really, really intelligent math whiz based out of here in Toronto. And he's been giving us a hand with a lot of, uh, different systems that we're trying to build and models that we're trying to build to go after the various sports. And, uh, I've had the privilege to be the, I guess the, the the mediator. I, I put a group chat together. It's myself plus EV and the full dog. And I gotta say, for the last week, week and a half, I don't say a lot. All right, I let I let the wizards do their thing, uh, but the amount of things I'm learning, just reading the back and <laughs> forth, is just incredible. And I yeah. made mention of this. I made mention of this in a TikTok that I made in Vegas, saying, "I don't know when I when Bean, you remember when we sat down and had the steak dinner in the Circa." Uh, The full dog and plus EV going back and forth. I said this this is this is dangerous for sports books, first of all. But like finally, there is someone that the full dog can take his theories to and then the math guy can say yay or nay. Right. I, I can't do that. My math background isn't strong enough. But yeah, just just sitting there being a spectator. So I apologize full dog for not actively participating in the chat. <laughs> okay. uh, but I am I am learning so as long, much. As long as you're learning, that's all. I am learning. learning so hey, I want to learn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know I know it'll be my time to shine when uh, when we have to start opening some of these accounts and stuff. But yeah. I uh, again, I I I know a little bit about what you're saying at all times, but just the depth that you guys go into and then a couple of things have just clicked in my mind saying, "Holy shit." That is that is so smart, and it really feels good. Um, again, uh, seeing the full dog being able to bounce some theories off somebody that can say mathematically if he's correct or not, because again, yeah. uh, cool. that, that is not. Yeah, because sometimes
1: I'm not, and it's, I love when people point it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it me.
2: I find yeah, it absolutely. makes it's another brain. Give us yeah. another idea of betting. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Shout out yeah. to and Plus TV,
3: amazing. Right, Uh um, yeah, no, definitely he, a smart guy.
2: Yeah,
0: he, okay. uh, it, it, it is it is really good. And, and honestly, anytime he debunks one of your theories, from what I've seen, it makes you hungrier. You're like, okay, you know what? I'm getting even deeper into this. Pesk, I'm not talking to you for the next couple of days. I got to dive into the numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, bro, do your thing, man. Just let me know when we're ready to go, and I'll, uh, I'll do the magic on my end. So yeah, I, I just wanted to make mention of that. And with that, we'll get into the section of the podcast that everyone loves. Pulling the dogs out. Oh, <laughs> dogs! This is like the, hey. this is the first giggle. time I'm part of it. I we love giggle, it. we giggle, or I giggle every single time I push play <laughs> on that one. Um, oh, my Google uh, sound here is going crazy. Uh, but yes, this is the uh, portion of the podcast where we grab questions from all our social media platforms or sometimes in our group chats. And I just see opportunity learning opportunities, not only for myself, but for anyone listening to our podcast and we're going to throw them to the expert. That is the full dog. So uh, without further ado, um, the first question for the full dog is what is shading that came up uh, on uh TikTok this week, full dog. It's okay. Shading
1: is basically what a lot of books do when they're getting, a lot of public action. So they'll see their bet counts a hundred to two and they know the, for the rest of the day, they're going to write bets at the same rate. They'll go half a point higher purposely just because they know that the public's going to keep coming in on it. A lot of times you'll also see shading with like home teams. The, uh, the OLG, for example, will shade the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they know everyone's going to play them. It
0: doesn't matter what line you put. Some guy on TikTok gave me shit for saying everyone. He goes, I think you need to re-look up the definition of everyone. And I'm like, okay. Oh, my God. Hey, grammar, the- grammar, so intense. Okay, yeah, hey, grammar police, relax. Majority of people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Your action is getting flooded on one side. Okay, so... Um, yeah, just, ten to two. Maybe
1: you're the two, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Just, there you
0: go. <laughs> Calm down. Just, just to break it down <laughs> a little further. So, if you know the market number on the New England Patriots is a minus minus seven, and books, certain books are getting hammered with New England Patriot money, they'll bump Isn't it to like seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and they're not, bu- and they're not bumping it to seven and a half to try and even out their book. They're tr- they're bumping it to seven and a half just to try and get people to lay seven and a half. Correct. that's that's exactly what we because as you've seen with most recreational books Mm -hmm. okay they kick out the sharps anyway so if you were actually looking to take back action you wouldn't kick out the people that are going to give it to
3: you that's right
0: correct what's the furthest go on what's the furthest i've seen what what's the furthest you've seen a book shade something like oh, how, I've, how, seen, how I've seen some stupid shit. But. I know in the early days, right? When Banfield got started, yeah, we had that one bookie down in Costa Rica that used to do crazy shit. Yeah, it depends on, like, what it is. Local bookies, some of them will push
1: shit really far. Yeah. As far as an offshore operator and stuff, you might see half a point, a point,
0: sometimes 20 cents, shit like that. Okay. Okay. Um, talk to us a little bit, too, because I, I know this came up in, in one of the group chats, Full Dog. Talk to us a little bit about uh, baseball run lines. We're in baseball season right now. Um, well, that's plus. one of the biggest things that they
1: shade. Okay. Because baseball run lines, Bean can confirm this, when you're booking baseball, you'll have you'll get even action on the money line. You'll get sometimes dog action on the money line. But the run line, they come in at 200 to 10 bets on the favorite, minus one and a half, plus the juice every time. For, for life. 20 to, 20 to is, one? Espe- yeah, at least. It's, and okay. especially if it's like a minus 200 favorite. Okay. They're going to lay that one and a half at an, a
0: crazy rate, right? I, I remember sense. like Dodgers like, all the time. Right? Yeah. yeah so Doggers.
1: what our our strategy was always just to stay on the higher side of the market for them, Okay and at least book it at the the best number we could. Some books will go off though; they'll go ten cents off just because they know that nobody's going to come in and take the other side.
0: Right. Right. So um, that's another TikTok that I just put out today. Uh, part of our uh, sports book truth series that uh, I've been constantly hammering at. Every time the full dog tells a little truth. secret about, yeah, tells a little secret about um, his bookmaking days, I turn it into a TikTok and, and put it out there because we want to be educational as well, not just telling our story. We want to help people become better at, at sports betting. Uh, so that was something I put out today, uh, basically saying that books always get lopsided action on the one and a half. So keep an eye out for the plus one and a half because there's some value there am i right
1: yeah sometimes there will be value there yeah depending on the book obviously some books will book it straight but depending on the book you will find you'll find more value in plus one and a half than you will in minus one and a half
0: good yeah that that's plus totally one it. and a half at home i wouldn't home even try i
1: wouldn't even try and 200. find value in a minus one and a half that'd be tricky yeah i i totally agree with that
2: on um the, i can give you something about that this season so far you okay. know that every single victory by the Dodgers so far, and that means they're twenty and nine, 20 and nine, right?
0: Okay. So 20 the wins. Twenty
2: wins, they cover the rolling. Every time? Yep.
0: Oh, that's not good for the books.
2: That that's no, sick. That's not wow. good for the books. That's every, every single win 200. by the Dodgers so far, they have covered the rolling. So we gotta
1: start taking the we gotta start taking the plus one and a half there then. Eventually, <laughs> it's gotta, it's I gotta guess. Gotta turn
0: it's gotta either do <laughs> <laughs> plus one and a half plus the cents. Speaking of turning, the health factor is now up to one point five three. We started the episode oh. at one point four eight, so we're going the right way, gentlemen. Things are turning. Or things my are po- turning. My positive energy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all the, it's all that pimp talk. Everyone's excited now. Okay, uh, second question. Question for the full dog. Why doesn't Banfield Group like taking bonuses?
1: If we could get them at the right books, I would. Mm -hmm. The problem is the books that offer bonuses are usually the recreational books. Mm -hmm. And you'll get cut a lot of times before you complete your rollover. What does that mean? So when you take a bonus, you're given, say, $500, $1,000 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they'll have a 10 times rollover on it. what that rollover is, is usually your deposit plus the bonus times 10. So you have to put that much volume in before you're allowed to make a payout. So if you get cut before you complete that, you're not allowed to take a payout, right? Yeah. And then they'll say you have, well, you'll have limits of $75, $50, and then try completing a $5,000 rollover on $50 bets. Mm-hmm. Impossible. forever. Yeah. That's yeah, so, possible. So just pretty much forever. don't yeah. take it. Yeah. Yeah. If I could, if I could get them at rep, uh, reputable books like Bet Online and stuff, I do take their bonuses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because I know they're not going to cut me to a point that I can't complete my rollover. They might cut certain things, my mm-hmm. live, my props, etc., but they're not going to cut me to a point where I can't go in and bet an MLB game.
0: Correct. and Correct. get it done. Now, I I do remember because I am the guy that deals with a lot of the money movement and and getting in and out of books for us. Uh, I do remember having to reach out to some of these books, uh, basically saying, well, you cut me off. I have, you know, 2500 worth of rollover to complete, and you're only letting me bet $7 a game. Yeah. So uh, in that case, what we did was uh, I, I they guess. Did they removed the bonus. At that yeah, point. I gave them the thumbs up to take the bonus out, remove it from the balance. And once they did that, then we were able to take out our money and get the hell out of there yeah Yeah, then in
1: the end you're not taking you're not getting a bonus at all anyway
0: yeah exactly which is why only
1: which is why i really only like taking them with reputable places
0: yeah there was one book full dog back in the day um remember they wouldn't let us they told us no too bad you got to complete this before you get it out you remember they were having to bet those like 50 bucks at a uh, at a time i think yeah one vice was it one vice yeah i I thought it was one of those guys yes one vice, and uh yeah that fucking took forever yeah, well, we did. It's because we did it once, and
1: then they told us prop action didn't count. Oh. and then I had then I had to do it again.
0: <laughs> we were still we still managed to do it in the in the end though. But yes, it was a bitch. Oh, yeah. I remember it took forever. Amazing. All right, so there you go. There's your two.
3: Uh, there's your two questions for the week. Great. Um, uh, sorry, Piss. Like great. Uh, great topic or great question, and uh, just to. Uh, our friend Mr. Ev basically did a post on Twitter mm-hmm. um, with, with this exact scenario, where he he got a bonus from a particular book. I don't remember off the top of my head which one it was, but then got limited on his bets, and now to they're making to a complete yeah to complete his rollover at I don't know some ridiculously low betting wager amount it's like he basically in 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 bonus hell yeah
0: yep yeah yeah you got you got to be really careful with that if you're if you're a sharp better because yeah they they can drop the hammer on you at any time uh i gotta give both of you kudos because i've seen you both this last week have been very active on twitter godfather and the full dog so good hmm. job, boys. Especially the full dog, I, there was a few tweets there that fucking made me like, legit LOL, laugh out loud. <laughs> uh, that, that one about the devil, that was hilarious. Uh. I love that. That was great. It was something, uh, I think Plus EV said something to the tune like, who the hell bets three thousand three hundred thirty three dollars and thirty three cents on a game? Oh, that was the future betting. Bet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the full dog says uh, the devil trying to double up. I, I, I know. I thought that yeah. was pretty sharp. I thought that was pretty hilarious. But yeah, <laughs> good job, boys, because that's that's we well, Not. Weird. I can make you laugh. oh that's nice right pump each other tires um the uh yeah no i uh, kudos kudos to you both because i feel like that's probably where i lack the the most skill in in my social game is is twitter i i try to give as many updates as possible but uh i I feel like i I can better express myself on uh, our instagram stories and tiktok for sure uh so kudos to you guys for for carrying the weight there i i really uh i really enjoyed seeing that you guys are doing a good job there. Um, okay. All right. So uh, that takes us, I think, to the end here, gents. Is there anything any, anyone else wants to add of uh, any, any sort?
3: Well, I'm a little disappointed I didn't get a chance to meet Doc, I'll say that.
1: But. <laughs> well, hey. We uh, will yeah <laughs> doc if you again doc if you're listening we'll take a reach out from you as <laughs> yeah, well reach out, out to us absolutely know, i'm Send pretty a-
2: sure you can remember those two diegos that way i'll, I'll figure out a way i'll
1: figure out a way to take western union just
3: uh for sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> well uh no, excellent excellent stories diego yeah no this yeah thank thanks, you very
0: much thanks again bean for coming on and helping us uh with this episode uh you know, dude it's always a pleasure having you here always with your uh, genuine stories i know there's uh not one bit of fabrication in anything that you tell us so that that's what makes it amazing nice. Uh, one last thing uh, I have to put out there uh, this is this is something more on a personal note. Um, May uh, May the month of May is Mental health Awareness Month. Uh, us here at the Banfield group are massive massive supporters of mental health initiatives uh, so I just want to put that out there if anyone is is struggling with anything related to mental health, uh, whether it be yourself or someone you know reach out reach out because uh there is a lot of great help tools and resources out there uh that are at your disposal so i just wanted to quickly send, say that in uh before signing off uh because mental health is a big one uh so make sure uh, make sure you all are uh taking care of yourselves out there so yes That being said, uh, thank you all very much for listening. uh, We all appreciate you tuning in and and joining us uh, every week. Thanks again, Bean, for coming on. It's amazing. So for Mm -hmm. myself, Beanfield, the full dog and the godfather, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you all
3: next week. Goodbye. Cheers. Ciao.